0: They say this cat, Brother Craig, is a bad brother, but I'm talking about hatchet. The The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man, every Saturday.
1: Who is the hatchet man? Where is the hatchet man? Who is this hatchet man and where can we find him? Okay,
2: okay, Brother Craig. Twenty
0: the answer. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man, on 820 ntw
1: To the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, brother Craig, coming at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, the really real deal. It's an election special, folks. And this, these United States of America, are literally a ball of confusion. And I tell you, I just love that song. I love that old Motown sound, and uh, that's uh, the um, the Temptations' "Ball of Confusion." We have a fantastic program lined up for you folks today and uh hey we're gonna we're not gonna get into the minutiae of the election okay you get enough of that on you know everyone else's radio program and all the television stations you know the the democrat stations are lying through their teeth you know the republican stations they kind of you know which is just fox and and, and we guys on talk radio okay and that's it all right and uh but uh I mean it's, it's it's absolutely ridiculous, you know this false narrative that they've spread uh, that there's going to be a blue wave and then you have these weak Republicans uh, they're whining, oh well we, we we probably will lose a few uh, in the House or House of Representatives or we might just barely hang on and uh, folks I'm I'm going on the record. We're not gonna barely hang on. We're gonna hold the house, We're gonna increase the Senate. Uh, Donald Tr- Donald Trump. They the Republicans can thank Donald Trump for this, okay? Because you read and again, I love to deal with God's word, not not the word of Brother Craig, the word of God, okay? And now uh, you go to Second Thessalonians, and it tells you that uh, God would send people a strong delusion, in that they would believe a lie. Okay, and that's not me talking this is this that's biblical, okay There's nothing new going on here. All oh, let's talk about uh Donald Trump and his manner. I mean, how many times do I have to tell these people? I mean it's like I've been saying, how many years have I said, do I have to write everything in crayon for these Republicans? It's absolutely ridiculous now, John Warner, what's john warner ninety five years old you know, no offense to my elders. I love my elders, but this man. Well, I can't say he's now because this this is par for the course for John Warner. Here he goes again. He never misses an opportunity to, to endorse a Democrat. The only Republican—I mean, he's—you know, Dave Brett is the only economist in Congress. Now, Congress is the branch of government that makes the budget ri- and writes the checks and makes the laws. It's not the president. The president—when the president sends a budget to Congress— it's nothing more than a suggestion, okay? Folks need to read their constitution. It is a suggestion. This is what the president wants Congress to do. Congress can do it or Congress cannot do it. And then the president can sign it or the president cannot sign it. What's so difficult about that to understand, okay? It's not Trump. It's Trump and the Congress, okay? So if you like this great economy. If you like your 401k, saying cha-ching, cha-ching. If you like your te- your checkbook, your uh, your uh, your paycheck, saying cha-ching. I mean, there are people. You know, someone told me recently that one of their coworkers, when their uh, increase in their paycheck started showing up from the tax cuts, you know. The, uh, they call them the Trump tax cuts, and we that's fine because it's it's Trump and Congress, okay? It's not just Trump. Trump can't do it by himself. Now, if you take Congress away from Trump, it won't get done, okay, because Congress won't pass anything good for Trump to sign. And any suggestion that Trump sends them, it will be dead on arrival, okay? So if you like uh, a little bit of progress in North Korea, if you like uh, these bonuses that businesses are able to give if you like your tax cut if you like the fact that Donald J. Trump is the first president in my lifetime that says you people need to come to our country legally you follow our we we're the big dog we're the host country we set the parameters for how you come I mean even Reagan didn't do that Reagan allowed himself to be hoodwinked by these wicked Democrats. Democrats said, hey, uh, President Reagan, if you let these 3 million uh, illegals become legalized, we'll build a wall for you next year, okay? That was back in the, that was in 1986, okay? 1986. That's 32 years ago. Wall hadn't been built yet. Democrats had no intention of building the wall. They just took advantage of President Reagan's kind nature, President Reagan believed them, okay, because there once was a time when Democrats were not so wicked, okay? They were just—they were regular Americans. You know, John Kennedy, what did he say? We'll go anywhere to defend any foe or defend any ally, and we'll fight any foe of John Kennedy cut taxes. You know, John Kennedy today would be a Republican, okay? You know, other than all that hanky-panky with those women uh, up there in the White House. But, um, you know— Policy-wise, the man would be a Republican today. All right, but folks, this election is huge. Okay, and again, I'm not going to get into all the minutia. I'm just going to say, vote Republican. Okay, in in my home state of Virginia, that's Corey Stewart. I mean, what's you know what's there to figure out? Okay, uh, Tim Kaine ran as Hillary Clinton's vice president. They lost. Okay, the country doesn't want that. And so here now you got people because Corey Stewart is an onion toter. All of a sudden, there's something wrong with toting a set of onions. Trump is an onion toter. Corey Stewart was Trump before Trump was Trump, at least politically speaking. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, you know you you got um, you got these folks. You you got these folks um, just they they're going they're going ape crazy. Okay, they're going ape crazy. Because, and it's not that Trump is saying anything wrong. They're going ape crazy because finally, finally, a president is saying the things that the people want said. A president is doing the things that the people want done. And the results speak for themselves. And why Republicans can't figure out. That the majority of the nation, when you go around this country, Trump is having rallies with 20,000 people inside and another 50,000 outside want to get in and have to watch it on a a big screen TV. And Barack Obama, with all the lies that Negro tells, can barely pack a middle school gym. Not a high school gym, a middle school gym, okay? Uh, Joe Biden had 190 people at one of his rallies, okay? A hundred and not, couldn't get 200 people. At least Obama could get five or six hundred, but I mean, folks, this should not even be close. It should not be close, and if it is close, there is something seriously wrong. And we're going to unpack it a little later on in the program. But right now, we're going to take a very quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to have uh, Kim Warburton as our guest, and uh, she's with the uh, the Pregnancy Resource Center. And they are having a gala coming up soon. And I want to encourage you to go to that gala because, again, this is, again, a Republican Democrat. The the differences between the two parties are stark, Okay, You have to be stupid to not be able to see the difference between a Republican and a Democrat and to to say there's no difference and they're all evil. Folks, we're going to talk about what the Pregnancy Resource Center does, and you will see You know, I'm going to call her a member of the CIA, Christian in Action. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back.
0: A man and his microphone, Brother Craig.
1: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition. Have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at salvationarmyusa.org, military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at sowwcharity.com, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at vachristian.org, and saltandlightcouncil.org and there's also churches and others many many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work so we support not only our own group thefirstamendmentinc.com which keeps us on the air but the main thing for you the listener is to give give somewhere, give generously and give often and give in the measure that God has given to you Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And we have a fantastic Really Real Deal guest uh, joining us right now, a repeat guest. I just love having uh, Miss Kim Warburton on. Uh, she is director of the Pregnancy Resource Center. And, uh, you know, uh, Kim, are you there?
3: I'm here, Brother Craig. How are you this
1: morning? I'm better than I deserve, but I will take it every day, ma'am. And, uh, you know, and thanks to your work, there are many, many uh, children that are you know, well, you can't say better than they deserve, but there are many children that are here that would not be here. As uh, as God's holy word says in the book of Jeremiah, uh, chapter 1, verse 5, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And, Absolutely. you know, so the work that you do, uh, tell the it, tell it, tell it folks exactly what the pregnancy resource is. Uh, Center does. You, you're the exact opposite of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger's um, eugenics uh, outfit. We
3: are totally the exact opposite. So the Pregnancy Resource Center of Metro Richmond is committed to providing compassionate care and practical resources to moms and dads in the midst of an unplanned pregnancy. And we mm-hmm. provide life-affirming options um, we also provide support services. So all of our services are free and confidential, and uh, we provide free pregnancy tests, ultrasound, uh, STD testing, prenatal vitamins. Um, then we provide parenting classes, mom support group, uh, birth of a family, where we mentor mom and dad alongside of one another. So it's there really mm-hmm. our part to see family strengthened, uh, to see Dad, I uh, had that opportunity to be a part of the process.
1: Now, what um, about yes. counseling? What about counseling? Say for a man, quite often, I think a lot of people uh, seek abortions because women feel abandoned. They're they're having uh, they're having sex without uh, the bond of marriage or any other type right. of commitment, and so then when this pregnancy comes up. The woman feels like the man is going to step up and do the right thing. And while it might have been party time, but now he's going to claim me and this baby. And then when he doesn't do that, you know, he takes five or six hundred dollars and slams it down on the bed and say, you know, go take care of that. And now she's heartbroken. She's she's abandoned. You know, do you ever get situations like that where it's that level of. Counseling is needed.
3: Yes, and that's why we have male client advocates who meet with the dads. We have a director of support to fathers on staff. He oversees the work of uh, right about thirteen at this point male client advocates who come into the PRC and meet with the dads. And oh, good! It, it's been a wonderful outcome with that. You know, it, it's. One size doesn't fit all. And you're mm-hmm. exactly right. As you explained some of those dads a minute ago, that's true. But then we have a lot of young men that maybe never had fathers. Right. Um, they don't know how to approach this situation. And quite frankly, they're trying to deal with it with limited to no information. Oh, okay. So if you can give dad the same information that mom is receiving... Right. They're both empowered to make a life affirming decision.
1: Yeah. Now what about the dad that he's the physically he's the dad because he's the sperm donor, but he's just not going to buy it and he's not gonna step up and be a man, you know, maybe he's already married, or maybe he's just a playboy, or you know, you have people that are so wicked that they're given over to a reprobate mind as as the Bible says, and that's very unfortunate. I mean, we can pray for people like that, but in when you have a young lady uh, and, and then you have Planned Parenthood, they're telling her that you need to get rid of that, okay? So the adoption side of it, do you get a lot of that? And then particularly if they're young, maybe have the child put up for adoption. Do you get people that walk away from Planned Parenthood and then— Put the, have the baby and then put it up for adoption.
3: We do get the pe- we do get people that will do that, and that's why it's important when they find out they're pregnant, or if somebody they know is pregnant, mm-hmm. to call us. Let them come in. We're there to love and serve, um, and really do this option counseling with them, where they can clearly understand their options. Mm-hmm. You. you none of us can make an informed decision. You were just talking about the election. We need to be informed. And certainly with something as serious as the life of a child and a mom, a dad, we need to make informed decisions, not emotional decisions, but informed decisions with factual information.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I can, I I can imagine the, the emotionalism with that, uh, with the abandonment, uh, that occurs, you know, if, uh, it's like if men would just step up and be men, there would be so many problems in so- society that just go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's true. You, but you, we have
3: to make a way for them, too. So yes. It's twofold. I mean, you know, with women, we have to um, make a way for that to happen as well. And so that's what we're trying to do is open that door for Dad Yeah. get some Help
1: too. Yeah. 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 That's why, I, you know, I like participating in the mentorship program with these young men. We do a thing called the hundred man challenge where we're challenging a hundred men to show up. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. To, to mentor these young men. So before they get to that point, you know, they understand responsibility and uh, now yeah. on money, you, you, you all, you're a nonprofit, right?
3: Right. We're a nonprofit. And,
1: um, do you get we, uh, equal funding from the government? Because, you know, I understand yes. that the government gives millions and millions of dollars to to Planned Parenthood to to encourage. And they don't do any health care. They just they're an abortion mill. And right. uh, so how many millions do you get from the government? Is it equal?
4: We, we
3: don't get any money from the federal government. We um, are privately funded by individual donors. Um and churches in the community wow. we'd if any of your federal or state funds,
1: yeah, yeah, but I that knew that a- I just wanted you to say it, <laughs> but yes. so now tell the folks, okay, so all right, audience you you heard the setup here, the hatchet man was setting you up, you heard the setup okay the 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 federal government gives money to have abortion providers tell women in who are in trouble, and I'm not minimizing that it is. It can be viewed by them as trouble, as as Kim Warburton says, it's an emotional time. And so if reason is going to prevail and if life is going to be saved, you and this audience, you need to get your checkbook or go to your computer and you, know, you tell them what to do because you, you guys need money.
3: Yes, we always need money.
1: Yeah, tell them, tell so- them what, because this is life. And death, and we can't whine and cry. You know, my, my audience is 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 the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition. We're not whiners and criers. We're doers. And so okay. I want you guys to get right Go get a pen, and because uh, we only we, we we got three minutes to the bottom of the hour news break. So you guys get a pen and write this down, or pull out your smartphone and type it in. So now you take it and you tell them about your gala and how they can. Uh, Be a Watchman on the Wall, this time alongside you, uh, Kim, in the Pregnancy Resource Center.
3: So this year we're celebrating 35 years of service to the entire Metro Richmond community. Over 36,000 women and men have been served, and we do need your help. We invite you to come to our um, annual gala on Thursday, November 15th at the Richmond Marriott. For further details of the gala and how you can financially support us, you can call us at 804-673-4150. That's 804-673-4150. You can also visit our website at friendsofprcrichmond.org. That's friendsofprcrichmond.org. You need a reservation for the gala, but you can go online to our friends of You can get all the information about the gala, make a reservation for the gala. If you can't come for the re- gala, you can make a gift online. So we look forward to hearing from you and hope to see you at the gala. It's going to be a fun night.
1: Okay. God bless you. Give me the, uh, I'm writing all this down. I'm going to repeat it later in the program. What's the date of the gala again? The November date? 15th. Okay. Thirst, nope.
3: Thursday, November
1: 15th. Okay. All right. And it's at the Marriott. Right
3: at the Marriott, downtown.
1: Okay. God bless you for all that you do, ma'am.
3: God bless you. Thank you, Brother Craig.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. And uh, yeah, we 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 we'll be seeing you soon. Take care now. All right. Oh, okay. You. All, all right. right, all right, yeah. And so that's a very, very worthy thing to do, folks. And, uh, you know, this election is big, but life is bigger. And as a matter of fact, you know, it's, it, and it seems like, you know, it's, it, some people say it's not good to say always or it's not good to say never, okay? But the differences between the Republican platform and the Repu- uh, the, uh, and the Democrat platform, the differences are so stark, okay? It's, I mean, life and death, okay? I mean, if you just go down the list, that's the first thing that should should matter to you. And so, I cannot figure out for the life of me other than to just, you know, to quote what I quoted out of the Bible, okay? And um, that's that, you know, God has just sent a strong delusion to people, and they're believing a lie, okay? And so— This is just truth, and this is reality, okay? So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to break down a lot more information on the differences between Republicans and Democrats, between the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition and the coalition of evil. And I'm going to ask you, which one are you? Which one? We're going to take a quick break. carry the heavy load
4: man made the electrolyte to take us out of the dark man made the boat for the water be nothing nothing without a
1: woman on that's right you tell them James Brown it's a man's world and uh, hey this is man's world radio grown folks radio and uh, hey and if anyone gets offended that's just uh, I'm sorry folks that's just tough okay but um, look uh, welcome back to the program uh, this is of course the Really Real Deal, and I am your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, uh, Brother Craig. And uh, as promised, uh, before I open the phone lines up, I want to, you know, talk a little more about uh, this uh, 2018 uh, midterm election, okay? And, uh, you know, you got folks claiming that there's going to be this blue wave, and then they tamp that down a little bit. And so, and folks, these these news organizations, they're not news. They're not true journalists. If you want true news particularly true news analysis okay and broken down and analyzed in a way that's digestible in a way that is actually sometimes fun okay we 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 have a little fun here on the really real deal but this this is the place you have to get it folks and 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 people like me uh there are many many places uh where you can get real news okay but you're not gonna get it From ABC, NBC, CBS, you're not going to get it from CNN. You're not going to get it from MSNBC. Okay, you're just not. Okay. Now, sometimes you can get it from Fox, but quite often, I'm going to tell you the truth, folks. Quite often, you can't get it from Fox. All right. You just you just can't. These they're corporate, okay, and so they have to um, they have advertisers to please, okay. Now, if you notice, I don't have any ads. There are no advertisers to please. I only have to please the Lord and please my audience. That's it. Okay. Well, I do have to please Mrs. Hatchet. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, I, there's there's no one else to please. Okay. Because this this station we we survive off of uh, your your listenership, your your donations, your support. Okay. And so you heard our giving ad. We'll play the giving ad again. And uh, as a matter of fact, there are, we we have many people that listen to the program that do not go online and would not click uh, donate on the computer, although our donation portal is secure. Now, one thing you'll notice if you go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, the first thing up in the top left corner, it says secure. Now, a lot of websites you go to, it says secure not secure, okay, because we took the extra time and the extra expense and the extra trouble to build a secure website, okay? Now, many people don't go through that extra expense, time, or trouble to build a secure website, but we have done that. So it is very, very secure. Uh, No one's going to hack into your account because you used a credit card to send uh, some money to the First Amendment, Inc., but, now, for those of you that would like to uh, send an old-fashioned check in the mail, and you know we, uh, and God bless we. There was a lady. I, I well, I never ever mention names on the on the air. I never do that. But there was a sweet lady that sent us a donation, and she made the check out to Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, um, I hope she's listening. I mean, that's just, that was just so sweet. And, uh, but we, we have to have our checks made out to the First Amendment, Inc., okay? The First Amendment, Inc., okay? And uh, the First Amendment, Inc., uh, that's the organization uh, that I founded uh, because freedom is a use-it-or-lose-it proposition, and you can't exercise your freedom if you don't understand your freedom, and there's not a lot of understanding of freedom. Okay. And so I try to break it down and make it plain. As I like to say, i write it in crayon. Okay. So that that's where how you would make your check. And you would mail it to 8659 Staples Mill Road, 8659 Staples Mill Road. That's in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, and the zip is 23228. And I'm going to try real hard to remember to give that address uh, and zip code out again later in the program. So if you uh, are hearing that and if the Lord is moving your heart to help the hatchet man uh, so you can stand beside me as a watchman on the wall, uh, you go grab a pen, and uh, I'll give it again a little later, and you can write it down. Because uh, this truth, uh, it's just like we just had Kim Warburton on, okay? The, the government gives Planned Parenthood millions and millions of your tax dollars, yours, okay, millions of them, all right? And here you have uh, organizations that are going to these same women who feel like they're in trouble, okay? They really, they have a blessing inside of them, but they think they're in trouble, and they go to these same women, and, and they go to the men, and they're doing the Lord's work, okay? They're convincing them that, you were ordained to be a mother. And this man, you were ordained to be a father. And we're going to show you how. And they can't get any government funding, okay? So it's up to you and I to help them. Well, it's the same thing with this program, okay? And it's the same thing where any place where you see people doing good work, okay? You know, set aside 10%, at, you know, and that this is something, we. well, I'm going to go get back on the election stuff, but... Uh, we'll do a future program on the fact that the Barna survey, They Barna is a corporation that surveys uh, churches and religious organizations, and they found that 7% of Christians uh, are tithers that would take 10% of their income and give it to the Lord. 7%. I was shocked. I was shocked. 7%. I would have never guessed that the number would be, in single digits. I would never have guessed that, okay? but And then another thing I was shocked is that a majority uh, attend church and don't put anything in. I mean, like, now that really blew me away. Don't not even, won't even drop a $20 bill in the plate, okay? And so uh, now my audience is primarily a Christian conservative audience, so I know that would probably shock you the way it shocked me because most of you already are already givers. Okay. You already, you know, give to your church and you already probably have more than one, uh, charitable organization, uh, that you donate to. Okay. And so, and all I'm asking is, uh, as far as the first amendment goes is that you just maybe add us to the list every now and then. Uh, but I know most of my people are already givers and, uh, but we need more of the nation to be givers because we can't expect uh, Donald Trump to save the country by himself. We can't expect the preachers to save the country by themselves or any one uh, group. It's going to take all of us, okay? We all have a role to play. And we all have to do our part, and we all have to become watchmen and watch women uh, on the wall. And so, anyway, enough of that. But, you know, we have this election and and it we we have a gift called Donald Trump, okay. And so the Democrats they hate Donald Trump, and then they you have these Democrat voters that misunderstand why the Democrats hate Donald Trump. All right, and it's plain, folks. And if and I'm gonna break this down, and then I'm gonna ask you a question. Basically, what are you? Okay, are you based on your beliefs, based on the way you run your personal affairs, based on what? you feel in your heart, take the label away, okay? But what are you? Or which coalition are you a member of? The Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition? Do you believe in these? Do you believe in Christian faith? Do you believe in conserving? See, a conservative is not someone that never wants anything to change. A conservative is someone that wants to conserve the idea that you're free because God created you that way. That you're not free because Barack Obama went to bed for you, okay? That Negro doesn't go to bed for you anyway. He just tells you that he does, all right? Just like for how many how many years did that joker make excuses when economic growth was at one point something percent? Oh well, we're never going to have three and four percent because after every recession, usually after recession things take off, but under Obama. For the first time, they, it never took off, okay? It just dribbled out, never took off. And so he made excuse after excuse, oh, well, this is the new normal, okay? We are in a global environment now, and so, you know, all these poor countries, they're rising up, so some of the economic energy is going over there and is leaving America. And, and so, all oh, these jobs, they're never going to come back. And so when Donald Trump showed up and he started talking about we're going to restore manufacturing, this Negro president, former president, Barack Hussein Obama, had the nerve to say, oh, well, Donald Trump, he's lying to you. He says he's going to bring back these manufacturing jobs. Well, I just want to ask him one question. Well, what magic wand are you going to wave to bring these jobs back? Yeah, I mean, folks, you cannot make this stuff up. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out why Republicans do not run advertising and just, juxtapos- just play those two clips side by side. On one side of the screen, you have Barack Obama asking Donald Trump, where is he going to get the magic wand that's going to bring these jobs back? And on the other side of the screen, you show Donald Trump saying promises made, promises kept, okay? Because Trump said it could be done. And the man won the presidency based on what he said, okay? And so now here we are. Basically, this, tr- this this election is a referendum on President Trump. That's basically what it is, okay? And so now the man gets to run on what has happened under his watch, okay? And so Obama now... He's running around, and doesn't that joker look angry? And have you noticed, you know, I'm going to hold my hand up here. See, I have my wedding band on, all right? Because I'm going to tell you, I love me some Mrs. Hatchet, okay? And don't you let the nickname Mrs. Hatchet fool you. She's just as sweet as the day is long, okay? <laughs> but you never, you're never going to catch me without my wedding band on. Barack Obama is out there in uh, Palm Springs, California, where, by the way, you know, they're having a gay pride festival, okay? So I don't know if that has anything to do with why he doesn't have his wedding ring on, but the Joker does not have his wedding band on, okay? And so and he looks angry, okay? Oh, he's really, really angry, and he's telling the lie that the economic uh, resuscitation of the American economy is due to something that he did when this Joker made mockery, of the, of Donald Trump even saying that it would come back. You know, now, if if, if Obama had done something, I mean, what did he do? A triple regulation, okay? Go around telling everyone that you have to have um, homosexual rights written into your company policy in order to get a government contract. Or he went around the world telling countries that in order to get aid from America or if we're going to send military aid or any type of aid, oh, you have to have homosexual rights, you have to write that in, okay? In the African countries, they told that joker to go pound sand, okay? They were not having it in Africa, okay? But a lot of places, they unwillingly allowed their arms to be twisted just for this homosexual agenda. And, you know, And after eight years, this thing didn't start with Obama, but I'm telling you, folks, Obama put it on steroids with all this stuff. Your children in the schools, they don't know what bathroom to go to. Children are being raped in bathrooms. Because men are being, you know, if not, there has been a few cases of outright uh, sexual assault. And, and granted, there's not a thousand of them. There have been a few. But if there's just one, that's one too many. Okay? And then there are many more where children are frightened because a man walks into the bathroom and there's a little girl there. There was one recently down in North Carolina. Okay? And North Carolina, I'll remind you, is the state that made a big deal over the uh the legislature I think it was the governor or the legislature uh they simply passed a law or were in support of a law just simply affirming one man one woman marriage okay and so the 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 uh the homosexual mafia they got in gear and I think I can't remember if it was the NFL or the NBA but one of these uh folks uh w- pulled an event which had millions of dollars attached to it that would inject itself into the North Carolina economy as a way to force them. And again, word of God, you go to the book of revelations. All right. And what does it say about thoughts and actions? Now we read that in all my life. I've heard that. And then you see someone makes a movie about, um, You can't participate in the economy if you don't receive the mark of the beast on your forehead and on your hand. Now, when they do it in the movie version, they show us a tattoo with three sixes. Some little cute little kid who's being wicked and he's asleep and the parents, they part his hair and they, ooh three sixes. He's the, that's the mark of the beast. Oh, he's the Antichrist. Ooh. I mean, folks, mark of the beast on your hand. That's your actions. Mark of the beast on your forehead. That's your thinking. It is, I mean, do I have to write everything in crayon? I mean, when's the last time you heard a preacher break it down that simple? This is not complicated, folks. It is, I mean, we, we think God would make things so complicated that we can't figure it out. This is one plus one equals two, okay? It's real, real simple, okay? And so if you don't allow your actions to be controlled by these people, and if you don't allow your thinking to be controlled by these people, they make it hard for you to earn a living. And we see that. Who does this? The Democrat Party does this. This is who does it, okay? You don't you don't see Republicans running around, oh, well, if you don't um, uh, honor marriage, we're going to take money from you. But they will say, oh, if you don't honor homosexuality, we're going to take money from you. This is the Democrats do this. So what what are you? OK, because this let's break it down, folks. This election is not about Dave Brat and Spanberger. It's it's not about Corey Stewart and Tim Kaine. It's not about Ryan McAdams and um, McEachin with, you know, McEachin. He's so greedy. He not only had a sex account. Of, uh, what Was that Ashley Madison? One of these uh for the women, he had one for the women and the men. Okay, so he's a switch hitter, just like Barack Obama's a switch hitter. Okay, can't make his mind up. Do I want to hire a female prostitute or does he want to hire a male prostitute? Okay, now that's Don McEachin, who has a theology degree, by the way. You know, just like a whole lot of um, popes and and uh, bishops and and priests. Okay, ever since back in the sixties when they. Opened things up and allowed homosexuals to come in. It's been problem after problem after problem. Okay, but apparently the Catholic Church, not the only place that has a high percentage of of uh, people that do that. And I understand at the Vatican it's like fifty percent. Uh, worldwide, they say it's about ten percent. That's that's the Catholic Church now. Um, in 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 all these various Protestant denominations, you know, I don't think it's that high, but you know, I don't know, but. You, you have these these guys, uh, these these Democrats and these Republicans, they all are on the same issue. And if they are not, they're lying. OK, you got a few that say, oh, I'm a moderate vote for me uh, because I'm a moderate. They are moderate because Trump won their state. OK, West Virginia, Trump won. I mean, it was wasn't even close. OK, Indiana, Trump won all right? And so you have senators in Indiana and West Virginia, oh, well, I'm a moderate, okay? Uh, Claire McCaskill out of Missouri, oh, I'm a moderate. Never mind this chick has been caught on tape by um, Project Veritas. They're caught saying, oh, well, we can't tell the truth because our people won't vote for us. So we have to lie to these people, okay? And so Project Veritas does great work. And so the, one of the reasons I'm predicting that Republicans are going to do very, very well on Election Day is the simple fact that, you know, give you an example. on. Uh, fake, there are people on Facebook right now watching this, okay? This is now normally we have it set up through the uh, studio, all right? It, today it's on my cell phone. So you, people have these cell phones. It's like a little mini computer. It gives you access to more information than... Uh, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, the government would have computers that would occupy a building. This little cell phone has more power than all those computers had 30 years ago. So it's more difficult for the Democrats to lie about themselves. And so this election uh, and with Donald Trump's leadership, the truth is easier to be known if you're interested, If, if you're interested. But you have to be interested in the truth. And so you can feed the anger that Democrats have taught you, and you can just continue to say, in spite of the obvious facts, you can continue to say, oh, well, the Republicans, they're racist, okay? We can't, we can't vote Republican Why they're racist, okay? But you have that. What's the evidence say, okay? I'll give you some evidence, okay, on racism. LBJ, President Johnson, I'll have these niggas voting Democrat for 200 years, okay? Margaret Sanger, founder of Planned Parenthood, all right? Colored people are like human weeds, dead weight, and human waste in need of eugenic sterilization, okay? The Democrat Party lynching Republicans. They lynched 3,446 black Republicans. They lynched 1,297 white Republicans, okay? Folks, that is over 4,700 Republicans. That's almost 5,000 Republicans that were lynched by Democrats. Now, let's bring it up to date, modernize it, all right? Who's out there? committing crimes, who, who has masks on? The Ku Klux Klan had on a white hood, and Tifa has on a black hood. If I mean, the kids that storm these colleges when a conservative comes out to speak, they, they won't let the hatchet man. I can't come to speak. I'm a VCU graduate, and I've talked to 18 different people at VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University, about coming to campus to speak. I can speak to the um, political science students, I could, I could speak to the uh, journalism students. I, or I could speak to anybody. I could talk to the cooks and the janitors. It just doesn't matter to me, okay? But it's no, no, and no, okay? Even my high school, Charles City High School, I can get on a plane and fly 2,000 miles to give a speech, but I can't go 45 minutes east to Charles City High School and speak? Or I can't go 15 minutes east to downtown to VCU to speak? okay? Because this is, these are, Democrats run these places. So ask yourself, okay, are you afraid of open, honest debate? You, you the listener, okay? If you're listening to this program, you're obviously not afraid, okay? So if there are any Democrat listeners out there, a matter of fact, this would be a good time. Maybe we could take one call. We have five minutes to the top of the hour news break. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. And my, anyone's welcome to call. We don't screen calls. But my preference is to have a Democrat. You have this big movement called the walkaway movement and the Blexit movement. The Blexit is the black exit from the Democrat Party. And the walkaway movement is just Former Democrats in general walking away. Matter of fact, it started by a homosexual guy. Okay, so here you got a homosexual walking away from the Democrat Party and is declaring himself a Republican. All right, so but what do what do Democrats offer people? The hatred. That's all. Well, don't vote Republican because they hate black people. They, I mean, Republican Party founded by black people. Okay. Founded black and white, okay. It was founded as the Anti-Slavery Party. Frederick Douglass, okay. I mean, come on, folks. You 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 go down the list of greats in in Black history, all right. The the King family, and I know you know Martin Luther King Jr. really was an independent. Uh, he he came along at a time when the Democrats were making inroads and uh, getting blacks to switch from being Republican to. Uh, Democrat. Uh, basically, uh, what they did was they used a bowl of stew the same way Joseph did with Esau. Okay, uh, Esau wanted to feed his physical needs. And so he said to his brother, uh, hey, you know, give me some of that stew you got there. And so his brother says, sell me your birthright. And so how how many of you have done that or you know someone have done that? And you look at how there was a time in black America when You know, and it it galls me when these statistics are done and they break down uh, whether it's uh, out of uh, out of wedlock birth rate or educational attainment or the lack of educational attainment or poverty, whatever they say. Well, this is the this is the rate for black America, for Hispanic America, for white America and the black American rate is always the worst, always the worst. Okay, And I mean, it is what it is. But. There are many people that would assume that that has always been the case, 88%, because so many problems in society have their root at the lack of a father. You know, men are not being men, bunch of punks, okay? And that's why, and that's right, I said it, I will not take it back, okay? You're a bunch of punks out there if you're making babies and abandoning these women and you're not being a father, if you're not being the five P's or the six P's, Okay? Then you you are the seventh P. You're a punk, okay? Because if you're not going to be a punk, you got to be the priest in your household. You got to be the pastor in your household, okay? You got to be the prophet in your household. You got to tell your family what's coming before it shows up. That's the prophet. You got to be the protector for your family. You've got to be the provider for your family. You've got to show your family what to pursue, to pursue righteousness, to pursue the Lord, to pursue excellence. And if you're not doing that, you're a punk, okay? Now, you can like it or you can not like it. But it was not always the case. A hundred years ago, the black marriage rate was the highest in the country. It was 88% for black Americans, and it was 87% for white Americans. And I want you to remember that the next time you see that statistic. It can be turned around, but it's up to you, to do it, we're gonna take our top of the hour news break and we'll be right back.
4: People moving in, why? Because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 run but you should sure pain her alive. And I bought a tooth for a tooth, both for me and I. Such a free.
1: Rebel, brother. Rebel. Welcome back to the program, about, America. Your friendly neighborhood right. hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And we have a fantastic Really Real Deal guest here. Uh, Four years, we listened to a little bit of The Temptations talk about a ball of confusion. And, uh, hey, there is a ball of confusion, and it's not by accident, folks. And uh, we have Matt Palumbo, uh, who's joining us. And Matt has uh, co-wrote a book with uh, Dan Bongino called Spygate, The Attempted Sabotage of Donald J. Trump. And, uh, folks, this is... uh, this is bigger than Watergate, uh, probably 100 times bigger than Watergate. And uh, if if Republicans across this nation ever grow a set of shown up onions, I don't mean these baby pearls that a lot of them tote around and and, and cry about, ooh, I'm an onion toter. No, I mean some Vidalias, okay? Uh, if they ever grow Vidalias and really get this message out, uh, this will go down in history as bigger than Watergate, and uh, so we want to say welcome to Matt. Matt, did I overstate it?
5: Uh, Not at all, sir. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. You know, you you. are uh, Dan Bongino's uh, resident fact checker, uh, the Mm -hmm. author uh, in your own right, the author of Conscience of a Young Conservative and co-founder of Unbiased, America and God, don't we need uh unbiasedness uh from time to time. Yeah, it's
5: um it's actually just a Facebook page that we that me and a few friends run. Um but we usually try to find a news topic every day and we just mm-hmm. do like a a general fact based analysis you wouldn't see anywhere else. Um, well, that's
1: fine. So, don't don't call yeah, it just yep. a don't call it just a <laughs> Facebook page because that's like the oak tree saying, Well, yesterday I was just an acorn. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So you hang in there, young man, and um Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And you know, um I just love seeing uh millennials rise up and uh and take their place in the continuum, you know, because I've been telling people for years that, you know, I'm not uh, super smart or great or anything, that I just have in my hand a baton. Uh my elders put it in my hand. I'm running my leg of the race and I want to hand the baton off to a guy like you, Matt, a millennial.
5: Yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's more or less what Dan's doing with me too. Um, you know, I met him probably four ish years ago when the first book he mentioned came out and I was only 19 at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's first book, so it didn't do very well, but I was lucky in that Dan was one of the few people who did read it. Um, and then ended up reaching out to me and we've more or less been in contact ever since. Um, and then it was back in January, so you know, almost four or five years after we met that he asked me to do this book and it's just, it's completely blown up. But we never really expected it to be this successful. So it's, yeah. it's great.
1: Well that's great. That's great. I pray yep. I pray that it continue and uh and for one thing, it's right on it's it's spot on. It's it, it mm-hmm. really, really is. And uh and it's it's the truth. And you know, the Democrats control academia, they control media, they've they've infiltrated churches and in there are many church denominations that they that they outright control now and uh you know it's like they infect everything that they they touch and that they've uh they've tried to infect the Donald J Trump administration and so uh share with the audience exactly how and and this started with the Obama administration mm-hmm. uh putting uh literally putting spies I mean You can't make this stuff up if it was a Hollywood thriller. You would think, oh, they, you know, that's fiction. Yeah.
5: Um, I mean, where does it start? I mean, to be honest, we don't know exactly when it started. I mean, it was sometime during the uh, presidential campaigns. Um, So the official FBI investigation into the Trump campaign began in July of 2016. Um, and normally the protocol would be to notify the Director of National Intelligence that the FBI has opened a counterintelligence investigation.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, but Comey didn't follow protocol and tell anyone. Um, so right off the bat, you know, the secretive nature of the investigation I see as a red flag.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Um, and one of the points Dan and I argue is, you know, there was already an investigation to the Trump campaign, and you know they needed to legitimize it or you know give the facade of legitimacy in case they were they were found. Um, so, more or less, they had to do an FBI investigation so they could say, you know, that was the reason why Nazis were meddling, mm-hmm. for the sake of meddling. Um, and we say that because, you know, there were—you mentioned the spy in the Trump campaign. And one of the people he met with was George Papadopoulos, um, who was one of the people charged by Mueller. But months before, now, and I believe it was— Now, uh, t- tell, April tell the young, audience
1: nothing correct. against young folks, but this yeah. guy's like, he's 12 years old times two, right? <laughs>
5: Yeah, I think he's uh, mid or late 20s, something like yeah, that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, so now there's no way he's a big, he's like what, a volunteer in, in the Trump organization who was, they plied him with liquor, uh, fed him yeah. some lies, uh, mm-hmm. and then he went out and repeated the lie he was told by a, a more, much more senior person who I think was British, yeah. right?
5: Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly it. And that was before, way before the FBI investigation, which is why we say, you know, We think they were trying to, you know, extract or entrap him way before the FBI investigation. Oh, yeah. And then after the FBI uh, investigation started, that's when um, that spy, Stephen Halper, started meeting with Papadopoulos. And Mm -hmm. he inquired about a lot of the same things as other two people you were mentioned were talking about. So obviously there's some information sharing um, between the three or at least a few of them. Right. Um, So the first guy Papadopoulos met was this professor named Joseph Mifsud. Um, There's really not much known about him. Um, We did find um, evidence that he's donated to the Clinton Foundation in the past, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And he reportedly met Papadopoulos, the woman who's now his wife or fiance, I can't remember which, um, worked for him. Um, But apparently Mifsud wasn't interested in him at all until he found out he was a member of the Trump campaign. Um, and then that's when he started feeding him lies and you know the mm-hmm. lie that ended up getting Papadopoulos in trouble was that this professor possessed Hillary's hacked emails which obviously he did not. Um, Papadopoulos months later um, uh, you know according to the New York Times he was drunk when he quote-unquote admitted this right but that's when he started saying babbling off oh I have Hillary's hacked emails which you know obviously he did not. Um, he was meeting at the time with an Australian minister who was a arranged a very large donation to the Clinton a uh, foundation um from Australia's government. Um so it's just odd. Like why would a two Clinton Foundation donors be requesting to meet with a Trump campaign guy and then, you know, of course you know exactly what happens next is he ends up taking yeah. the poll. So it, it just seems too and, uh coincidental. And
1: see and the thing about yeah. it is that it's it's really it's not odd. It's just this is this is criminality. This is mm-hmm. this is political espionage, okay? Yep. And, and, and and when they talk about Okay, the Russians, the Brits, the Aussies, you know. Now, Australia, I I don't really get because they're a solid ally, all right? But Mm -hmm. the Brits, they're socialists, okay? The Russians, they're, you know, former communists and now they call themselves capitalists, but they're really just a a thug society, all right? And so none of these people historically have ever liked Republicans, they've always liked Democrats. So mm-hmm. the basic question that should be asked of, of anyone in, in, in that I can't figure out why people on our side don't just break things down and make them really, really simple. And, and so your first question is, OK, if Russia and all nations, all powerful nations uh, meddle in each other's affairs and try to put people in place or to help people that would be sympathetic to them or would be weaker so that they could uh, conquer them. That's this is called statecraft, right? Right. So, it seems to me that you have to ask your question. Okay, Russia would prefer who? A Democrat or a Republican? I mean, Mm -hmm. when when has Russia ever? I mean, the Democrat Party's platform, yeah, you it 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 reads just like the Soviet Union, you know? Yeah. Socialize Um, this, um, socialize that. They wouldn't want a Republican. I mean, it's like Ronald Reagan caused them to lose their empire.
5: Yeah. And also, I mean, Putin said in 2012 he prefers Obama over Romney, and I don't think that got even an ounce of coverage. Exactly. Um, In fact, I only— yeah, I only knew that because I thought I just had a thought. I'm like, huh, I wonder how liberals would have would have reacted if Obama endorsed Putin, or I mean, the, the Putin endorsed Obama. So I just googled it, and I'm like, oh, I had no idea that actually happened. I Ex- never
1: heard of it. So, exactly. Ex- yeah. They always yeah. want the weaker one, okay? Because yeah, rather so- than Obama uh, shoring up America and being president of America like Trump, he's trying to be president of the world and take his homosexual agenda all over the planet, okay? Yeah, well, what's funny is,
5: I mean, this whole
1: anti-Russia thing is,
5: I mean, the hysteria is only a phenomenon of the last two years. In fact, um, on the Democratic Party's official Twitter account um, back in 2012, there's still some tweet out where they're mocking Romney for calling Russia a big yes. foe, where they say something like, uh, you know, the Cold War wants their foreign policy back, and they, this tweet's still up. Well, as a matter, matter of fact,
1: it. Obama said that uh, in yeah, the yeah, debate yeah, when that. when yeah, Romney yeah. said... Russia was a major geopolitical foe. Obama made mockery and said, "Oh, you know, the 1980s want their or yeah. something like that. The 1980s want their foreign policy back or the 1980s yeah. are calling and But it was some snarky little remark and yeah. you, the one hundred and forty million that uh, Hill, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton got into the Clinton Foundation uh, you know, do you cover the um the Canadian company that was the go-between to get 20% of America's uranium capacity transferred to Putin? So
5: we, near the end of like the last third or maybe quarter of the book, it's our speculation on various actors' motives. Um, because, you know, there's so many different characters in the book. There's, you know, uh, British influences, Ukrainians, Russians, et cetera. Um, and, you know, it would be way too simplistic to say, you know, there's one singular reason for why they would all want to intervene because obviously they all have their own unique interests. Mm-hmm. So the last quarter of the book is more or less covering that. So we do talk about scandals like the Uranium One scandal and how obviously if Hillary was president, it would have helped cover that up or, and also helped cover it up for Obama. And we go through yeah. all you know, all little possible motives and we don't you know, say for sure this is it, but we just say, you know, mm-hmm. these are all various reasons why they would think that way. And I mean, obviously the, the simplest yeah. would just be, Trump represents a threat to the establishment. Um, that's, you know, what I think is probably the number one yeah. motive. But, you know, we include everything else as well. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, it's, yeah. it's great. Look, uh, one last question, uh, sure. another subject off of, you know, then then maybe you can tell folks how to get your book. But sure. uh, you being a millennial, okay, mm-hmm. and millennials uh, being a generation that uh, predominantly votes uh, Democrat, what is it about, republicanism conservatism uh or what i call the christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition is it that you just see it more clearly or is there something that was were you once uh in 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 entertaining these lies that the democrats tell and then you had a red pill moment you know what is it that cause you to wake up or or just good parents, you know, what is it? And then do you have friends that um, have expressed similar uh, moments where they woke up? You know, I'm trying to get at how we can teach millennials uh, truth. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's almost, I mean, when I started
5: out, it was definitely public policy. Like I was just researching a lot of claims up here in school, like, I don't know, like, for instance, like the, uh, you know, the, the pay gap or just generic myths like that. Um, so I just kind of started researching those and, you know, more or less finding them all, all out to be nonsense. And that was sort of what directed me onto the right as I was thinking, you know, so you're a self thinker. Like, so that's. Yeah, I was like. I was like, if all these, like, I guess you call them, like, pop culture uh, political talking points were fake and they're all on the left, well, that should kind of lead me to siding with the right more. And,
4: mm-hmm.
5: I mean, that that was more sorting out, and you'll see that in my first book. It's pretty much all just different public oh, policy okay. issues.
1: Now, what about but, your circle of friends? Do you have, uh, you know, they say a wise man has friendships in all walks <laughs> of life, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. Let, talk about your friends who are like maybe far-left loony or left and they're trying to be cerebral about it or those that are uh, conservative, you know, what a, what's your circle of friends and, you know, kind of give us a percentage breakdown of where they are and how they can be. Uh, I know some of them I know will never move, but for those mm-hmm. that are movable, how do you move them? It's an interesting question because you know, the term the left has
5: definitely changed in what it's meant to me over the years. And I see, like, I've noticed in college, too, like, just different personality types naturally gravitate towards different ideals. So, like, for me, you know, a big appeal of conservativism is the, you know, the aspect of the individual that, you know, I can empower myself to achieve whatever I want without, you know, a helping hand from the government. Hmm. Um, Call I kind of
1: libertarian.
5: To- a, a little bit ish, um, right. Uh, on certain, on certain fiscal issues. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So h- it's weird because like my liberal, my liberal friends are not like the kind of social justice warriors you'd see, you know, go protest a college campus talk. They're people who will laugh at all that, you know, crazy PC on the far left, but themselves will support specific, you know, fiscal policies that might be more liberal. So it's, it's mm-hmm. bizarre. They're not the liberals you'd see debating on Fox News. They're more, I guess, apolitical people who generally are kind of to the left. Um, but policy-wise, but,
1: but policy, policy wise, do they, you know, how do they, you know, I, I, and I take it you'd be talking about, you know, folks that you went to college with. So yep. Yep. Okay, So how do they rationalize, you know, how do they rationalize uh, this? Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm to th- so, I mean, the only
5: friend of mine that was like really far left is ironically the only person I've turned to the right. Um, it was a socialist who sat next to me in economics class, mm-hmm. and I mean, to be honest, I just listened to all his objections and explained. Like he had, for instance, he had a very zero sum view of wealth. So, like you know, oh, the okay. millionaires. Is- Better off by a million dollars a year that must mean everyone else is worse off so you know it's just explaining a lot of Mm -hmm. i know core concepts about you know wealth creation and yeah we never heard of
1: synergy that one plus one equals three yeah
5: yeah yeah, exactly yeah um yeah it was a lot of just stuff like that and you know me explaining you know just myself and you know i've been working since i was 15 this is what i've been able to accomplish on my own and you know anyone can really do this i'm not the smartest guy in the world Mm -hmm. so I think you know, just almost like serving as an example in your own life too can help. Um, it's kind of uh, almost like almost more of like a religious thing, I think, but a um, religious way of acting. But I, I do think you know how you behave in your personal life can influence other people, uh, especially yeah. politically.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're just joining us, folks, we have Matt Palumbo with us, and he has uh, partnered up with uh, his mentor uh, Dan Bongino to write the book Spygate: The Attempted Sabotage of Donald J. Trump. And, um, you know, here in this election season, this is really, really uh, some very, very relevant stuff. Now, what do your millennial friends think of the job President Trump is doing? And are they able to separate out what um, the news media uh, projects Trump as uh, versus the results Trump is getting? Or, or do they even have, do they even go to places with, where they would find that out? It's you know what it's weird because I never they would never
5: complain about like the current economic landscape or his foreign policy achievements. It's it's weird because it seems like most of the criticism of Trump is what I'd call middle school criticism. It's gossip about what he said about who or right. what happened on Twitter. It's weird because <laughs> you, you, we've never had an approval rating of a president this low. With an unemployment rate this low. And I mean, there's no other explanation other than it's the media itself, because I, yeah. I think we've seen studies that 90% of coverage is negative And, uh, you know, if you should show the average person that kind of filtered coverage, this, mm-hmm. there's really only one possible conclusion you can come to, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's um, the man's doing a great
1: one. job. <laughs> yeah. <they are. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, look, God bless you and your endeavors. Much success with the Thanks, book. Man. Before you go, tell folks how to get the book, how to reach you. You are uh, sure. that, that, that Facebook that you were talking about and in mm-hmm. uh, your website.
5: Yeah. So, um, the book is fun. I think amazon.com would probably be the easiest way. Although it have seen at Barnes and Noble, um, for the Facebook page, unbiased America, if you just search unbiased America on Facebook, it should come up as one of the first, probably the first result, I'd assume. Um, what was the other question? Sorry.
1: Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> other <forgot> question <laughs> left me too, you know, once it comes yeah. out, It's out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Dang. All right. I think we'll miss that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, no, I know what it was. Your your website. Tell folks how to get your website.
5: Oh, so I don't have my own personal website, um, but I am on Twitter. It's Matt Palumbo and then 12 at the end. Oh, okay. Um, And, in fact, if you search the wrong name, there's an account that's just Matt Palumbo, and it says on his bio... Uh, I'm not Matt Palumbo twelve. So you can also find it through the oh, okay. ironically. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. well
1: God bless you. Give our best regards to uh Dan.
5: Will do. Thanks for having me on. It's been it was a lot of fun.
1: Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, all right, folks. And um, hey, we'll open the phone lines up. Uh we have uh what four minutes before the bottom of the hour news break. That's time to get a quick phone call in. 804 454-1366 is the number. Uh Ada, I see if we got a few folks uh, viewing us on Facebook. Hey, you're welcome to call also. And uh, folks in Central Virginia. We have folks out in the Roanoke and uh, western part of uh, Virginia that are listening. Uh, we'd love you you we'd love to have any of you guys uh, call in and share your thoughts. 804 454 1366, 804 454 1366. And Uh, This is, uh, while we wait for the phone to uh, ring, this is a good time for me to share with you again. Uh, Remember now, the Friends of um, uh, Public Pregnancy Resource Center, uh, their website is friendsofprcrichmond.org. And their phone number is uh, 804-673-4150, the Pregnancy Resource Center, they are November fifteenth, which is a Thursday, they're having their annual gala at the Marriott. And remember now, uh Jeremiah one five, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And this is uh this is this is something that's really, really important, folks. They do not get any funding. Uh the government gives millions and millions of dollars to planned parenthood. And so if the pregnancy resource center is going to continue to be the opposition to Planned Parenthood and give people a life-affirming option, it's up to you and me, okay? We can't sit back. We're Christians and conservatives. And last time I checked, Christians and conservatives don't sit back and complain. We're people of action, okay? And so I'm asking you to take action, help out the folks at the Pregnancy Resource Center. Again, their phone number is 804 804- 673-4150. I'll have this up on our website, thereallyrealdeal.com. And as a matter of fact, if you go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, uh, you'll find out that, um, you know, I'm founder of the First Amendment Inc. I'm the school choice advocate over at the Virginia Christian Alliance. You know, I'm a watchman on the wall and we could use your help As well. And if you want to send a uh, while, I'm giving you a lot of information on where to send your money. (laughs) But I did promise earlier in the program that I would give the mailing address out again. And uh, the mailing address, if you want to send a check to the First Amendment, Inc., uh, and that's just like in the Constitution, the First Amendment, Inc., I-N-C. And the address is 8659 Staples Mill Road, 8659 Staples Mill Road uh Richmond, Virginia 23230. And so we uh we greatly appreciate uh that folks and um so what we're going to do is we're going to take uh our bottom of the hour news break and when we come back uh we'll uh give out the phone number again. Well, hey, I'll give it to you now. 804-454-1366. We'll be right back, folks.
4: Se tu fossi andata via, quando io ero un uomo, io certo no, io non avrei mai pianto, ma sei andata via, ora che sono un bambino, un bambino che cerca solo, solo lui i
0: do i've been down on knee to the man
4: from to
1: the taxes hey i love that song welcome back to the program america your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother craig coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And, um, hey, our final 30 minutes, folks, 804-454-1366 is the number, 804-454-1366. And, um, hey, we would just love to hear from you out there. Uh, and, look, this election uh, is big. And, uh, and as promised, we're going to get to the central point, which is all about you folks. It's uh. You know, it's not about Republicans and Democrats. It's about you. What do you believe? Okay? How do you live your life? All right? When you and your wife sit down at the kitchen table and, uh, and go over your checkbook, how do you prioritize? Okay? And so uh, I think what a lot of Democrats do is they have uh, one set of standards for how they run their personal life, and they have a different set of standards for how they would like to see uh, things run that affect other people. And so what I think it boils down to is selfishness, okay? Because for people that want to have an open border, they don't take locks off their doors. Uh, When they park their car, they don't leave their car unlocked, okay? They don't allow uh, just anyone to walk up into their house and, well, I have a right to be here. It's a house, isn't it? You know, you have a roof over your head and I don't. How dare you uh, not allow me into your house? Well, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, come on in. You know, they don't it, it it's, it's hypocrisy, okay? It's hypocrisy and all it is is you have a group of people uh just like you always have throughout the history of America in every four generations uh every four generations it gets uh really really ugly. And uh, we're, we're at that point again, okay? Revolutionary War, uh, freedom is trying to be established, and as a gift from God, and England is saying, "No, you're not free. No, no freedom came to you from God. Your rights and your freedoms are whatever we say it is." You know, four generations later, freedom got established, and now freedom is trying to be expanded. Okay, want to include Black Americans in that freedom? And then you have Democrat slave owners saying, oh, no, we're not going to expand freedom to you. Your freedom is whatever we say it is. OK, four generations later, World War Two. And again, you know, America is saying, hey, the the free world is under attack. And Germany and Japan and Italy, they're saying, oh, no, your freedom is. You, you, The world is not going to be free. Your freedom is whatever we say it is. It's always the same, folks. And here we are. We have President Trump, and now we have these Democrats who are saying to you, they're not saying this to Trump. They're saying this to you. They're saying this to me, okay? It looks like they're saying it to Trump because Trump is just in the way. He's our point man, and we have to have his back, okay? And so they attack Trump because they hate you, and they hate, me. Okay. And so this is nothing new, nothing new. And so when you go out and you vote and I don't care what district you're in, I just, I, it, it really, it matters not. There's not one election in these United States of America where the Democrat should be elected over the Republican, although I know it's going to happen because there's so many people that are under delusion. Okay. And I read to you the Bible verse earlier in the program from 2 Thessalonians, okay, that they, they, are, they have a strong delusion and they believe a lie. And so these are lies that the Democrat Party tells, all right? And so the simple fact of the matter is that you, you, you deal with life in the womb. The Republicans are on the right side. The Democrats are on the wrong side. School choice, Republicans on the right side, Democrats on the side of school indoctrination. They use the school system to indoctrinate your child to be an atheist, to be a communist, to be a homosexual, to not give you children, or uh, rather to not give you grandchildren. So more and more you see these bumper stickers on the backs of people's cars. I love my granddog." Think about that. It used to be, I love my grandchildren. Now, you got to love your granddog, because you, you put your children on a school bus being driven by Satan. And it's an old, wise saying, you know, you give your children over to Caesar, and then you act surprised when they come home as Romans, you know, with all this evil in the world. Uh, did you teach that to your child? Well, someone did. They didn't come out the womb that way. They were taught this, Okay. They're taught this and who the types of people that teach this, do they vote Democrat or Republican? I mean, if you look, folks, and again, the number, if you'd like to chime in, I would love I wish one of these Democrats would call up in here and try to defend this crap and try to. We don't screen calls here. I would love to hear 10 years. I've been doing this on the radio and very, very rarely does a Democrat have the nerve to try to challenge me on this every now and then one will call up here. Every now and then. But, I mean, and and, and particularly, I would love it if Reverend Chickenfoot were called, one of these preachers that's going to stand in front of his congregation tomorrow and tell people to go vote Democrat. You know, how can, I mean, really? Really? Or a former soldier? Or a current soldier? You know? The West Point Creed, a cadet does not lie, cheat, or steal, nor tolerate those who do. So how can you graduate West Point and be a Democrat? How? How? I mean, the history is there. The history is there. You go down the list. Who supports police? Republicans. Who supports criminals? Democrats. Who supports school choice? Republicans. School indoctrination? Democrats. Who would prefer that when there's a war going on in the Middle East, and Christians are being decimated, okay, and Muslims are doing the killing, who is it that would prefer that when a refugee gets sent that the Christian refugee would be brought to America? Well, that's Republicans. Then why are all the, not all, but 90, 90 what, 97% of the refugees, why are they Muslims? Because the United Nations determines who gets refugee status. Not the United States, okay? They're coming into our country, but someone else determines who they are. And so they send people here to actually literally disrupt the fabric of the nation. Barack Obama even said as much. That, and, and then what they do is they, like, take, for example, all of the Somalis that were sent to Minnesota. And they brag about it. Oh, you know, all these lily white areas, we're going to turn them brown. I mean, this is done, it's, and the thing about it is they don't, they know, they used to sneak and do this. Demo, this is why I think we're going to really win big Tuesday, because Democrats have gotten, uh, I don't know if you want to say lazy or overconfident, but for whatever reason, um, or maybe it's just that they've gotten away with it for eight years and they're angry that Donald Trump is doing his best to reverse it And they can't contain themselves. But for whatever reason, the mask is off of these people, okay? And then, again, like I said earlier in the program, technology is out here so people can get the truth. You have folks like Project Veritas who they send spies into all these Democrat strongholds, and they get some idiot in there to tell the truth while they secretly record them, and then they put that up on the Internet. And so now we see the truth, okay? And so, now, if you see the truth and you still vote Democrat, then it's just, what's that old saying? Uh, no one is as blind as he who will not see, okay? And so, again, protect the border, Republican. Open border, Democrat. Help the forgotten man and woman of this country. Well, that's Trump. That's Republicans, okay? Give all this free stuff to the uh, to the uh, illegal immigrant. Why? Well, that's Democrats because, see, in immigration in the past, there was no welfare state. And so immigrants came here, number one, they wanted to leave where they came and they wanted to become an American. That's number one. And so and this is why they were welcome. And those that want to do that today, they're still welcome. They're welcome to come through the front door, not the back door, not the basement window, not the window, not go up on the roof and make a hole in the roof and drop down through the attic Okay? No. Not dig a tunnel under the house and come up through the floor. No. Go to the front door, ring the doorbell, and say, uh, sir, ma'am, I am an immigrant from XYZ country. Uh, Things are kind of tough there. Uh, I really greatly admire the United States of America. Uh, May I please become an American? I will learn your Constitution. I will learn English. I will work hard. I will not be a burden on anyone. Uh, I have a a host family that's going to sponsor me. There's someone that has a job set up for me, and, you know, I want to become an American, pay taxes, uh, become a, uh, a a full participant in American society. Would you please let me in? That's the kind of immigrant Republicans want, okay? Now, the kind that come here, they're flying the flag of their country, and they're saying, oh, I don't care uh, what you want. We're going to storm your border, okay, okay? or MSN, MS-13, what did I say, MSN, (laughs) like MSNBC-13, yeah, they terrorizing folks. But, you know, and I'm laughing a little bit, uh, having a little fun with it, but it's really, it's not really a laughing matter. It's very, very serious because uh, these people, these MSN-13 thugs, you know, many, many, Uh, people that are from uh, Mexico, uh, Central America, South America, uh, they recognize these thugs uh, for what they are, and for the most part, the uh, murder and mayhem that they commit, they commit in the uh, Hispanic communities, and many of these are legal citizens that want to be American, and it's their daughters and sons that are getting uh, killed by these people. And so, uh, you know, a lot of these people— are Trump supporters, and I see them all over the country. And so for the life of me, you know, why these uh, Republicans won't wake up and smell the coffee? Well, they're going to smell it Wednesday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. They're going to smell the coffee. There's no way. Well, I won't say there's no way, but let's just, let me put it this way. If the Democrat Party takes back Congress in the Tuesday election, okay, Um, If that occurs, what it what it means is that there's just so much evil, so much wickedness, so much ignorance uh, in this nation. It it would be a form of judgment upon this nation uh, if that were to occur. And now the signs, you know, I'm an analyst. okay, And to me, the signs are that this is not going to occur because when you look at the size of uh, Trump's rallies, you look at the, uh, the confidence that Trump has. I mean, it's, you know, the man will pack 20,000 people into a stadium and then there'd be 50,000 outside that wants to get in. And then uh, Barack Obama can't pack a middle school gymnasium. Okay. Now the media won't tell you that they'll just, Make the camera real tight on Obama, so you see a crowd of people around him, but there are no wide shots, like with Trump, you do a wide shot and you see a, full, a stadium or a um a coliseum, and you see it's full of people okay and uh so when uh, when obama's out on the uh on the campaign trail stumping for Democrats for demon democrats, they keep the camera tight on him. This is why I know that the man is no longer wearing his wedding ring because they keep the camera focused so tight on him and he, you know, moves his hands around a lot. And so, and so you can see no, no wedding ring. Okay. Now you look at him next time and then you wonder, people wonder, well, why, why did Obama spend so much time pushing this homosexual agenda? Okay. Because I've been saying it ever since this joker hit the scene, he's a bisexual. Okay. And so, But he couldn't say that. See, Democrats can't tell the truth about themselves. They have to lie. They have to say, I'm in favor of the little guy. The truth is, Democrats are in favor of making sure the little guy stays little, all right, because they are a party that has the super-rich, the billionaires, uh, the multimillionaires. That's who's at the top of the Democrat Party. It's a coalition between the poor and those that live off of the poor, okay? The uh the the welfare system, sixty percent of the money goes to the uh social workers, the college educated social workers who are living quite well. So that's where sixty percent of the money goes. Forty percent of welfare money goes to the poor. Okay? And you look around the nation, uh there are I, I forget which it was one of the cities up in the northwest where they did a um anti-poverty um housing program, and they spent, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions. And um, we we have a caller. Yeah, let's take that call. You're on live with the hatchet man.
2: Hi, Brother Craig. This is Mary in Williamsburg.
1: Hi, Mary. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm so excited. I think you're right. I don't think we're going to see this blue wave.
1: No, we're we're not. You're right.
2: I think we're going to see red fire.
1: Yes, yes. And look, isn't Corey Stewart knocking it out of the park?
2: Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that because especially in Virginia, we finally have someone we want to vote for. Yes,
1: yes. I mean, he ran. I mean, when the, when the, when the migrant situation popped up, Corey immediately went into the recording studio and made, and he is nimble and quick on his feet. I wish more Republicans were like that. But most Republicans are full of fear, and so they want to stay away from all that. It's, oh, well, I'm going to be nice and polite. I'm going to be a good boy. I mean, give me a break. I mean, we're at war. These people are at war with us, and you got some joker talking about I'm a nice guy. You know, who voted for Trump because he was nice? Nobody. That's right. You know? I know. People need we to we wake could. up and smell the coffee. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, we could use about 100 more Corey Stewart's across this country for sure.
1: Yes, yes, we could. And, uh, and you know, this thing, this Blexit movement, the black exit from the uh, Democrat Party and the walkaway movement, there are a lot of people in the core Democrat Party constituency. There are a lot of people that are... Waking up and they're smelling the coffee. They have taken the red pill and they don't. They don't want the blue pill anymore, you know. And uh, now there are some people they just they want that blue pill. I could talk until I'm blue in the face, and uh, they're just gonna say, "Well, Hatchet Man, I'm sorry. I just want to give me the blue pill, man. I don't want to hear about freedom. I just want to get my EBT card, waddle waddle down to the mailbox once a month." you know, get my benefits and, and go back and watch Oprah and eat Cheetos. And, and God bless them, you know. Um, but, you know, God has to wake those people up. Some people are just so blind, Mary. Um, but when you go down the list, um, support for police, uh, support for life in the womb, uh, you just go down the list, um, uh, protect the border, uh, help the forgotten man and woman, the average everyday American, even something as simple, Mary, as Donald Trump, The probably the most profound thing he said was the most simple thing he said. The man said, I am president of the United States of America. I'm not president of the world.
2: Yeah, amen to that.
1: Wasn't, I mean, truth is so simple. Yeah. Now tell us real yeah. quick, um, and, and, again, if anyone else wants to call, 804-454-1366 is the number, 804-454-1366. Uh, tell us what's happening out in, uh, in your area. I know you're from Williamsburg, and Williamsburg is, uh, what, with the College of William and Mary there, uh, probably a liberal, a neoliberal stronghold. Um, are, are many people's minds being turned since we live in an age where it's so easy to find the truth if you want to find it?
2: Well, it's hard to say individual by individual, but in general, you know, we have this spiritual battle going on everywhere. And it's uh, good versus evil, and I think good is going to prevail. I think people are finally seeing that these third-party fringe candidates is just a ploy by the Democrats to steal votes from the Republicans. They do
1: it every election.
2: That's right. And I don't think people are gonna fall for that anymore because we've seen it so many times. Yeah. I think everybody's gonna go straight Republican and we are gonna see red fire.
1: Yeah, yeah. And see the thing about when you vote for a um when you vote for a third party candidate and uh they call themselves um, you know, nonpartisan and that we're just gonna focus on the issues and it's gonna be conservative. We're gonna do the budget right and all this. What happens is the Democrat wins, and then you don't get any of that stuff that you thought you were going to get.
2: That's right. They put them up. They look good. They smell good. They sound good. Mm -hmm. But it's a ploy. Yeah. People are finally seeing that. It's a ploy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember when um, Ken Cuccinelli lost against uh, Terry McAuliffe. He lost by the exact amount that the third-party guy got.
2: That's right. Yeah. The polls had him so far down. That's just a lie also, the polls. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend anybody listen to any poll at any time, Yeah. good or bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mary.
2: Yeah, and thank you, because it's voices like you that are helping people be free to make the choices that they deserve to make.
1: So yeah, yeah, and I look, I had people telling me that, uh, you know, my 401K is looking so good, I think I'm going to ro- vote Republican. But then they say, don't tell anybody. You know, people don't. Yeah. People don't want to be attacked with the hatred and uh, but they respect results. And so my prayer is that more of them, uh, particularly for people that have uh, emotionally uh, been bombarded for generations with the Democrat lies. uh, It does take a certain amount of courage. So my prayer is that they find the courage and that they do the right thing. And um, because their grandchildren will thank them one day.
2: <laughs> yeah, listen, I've got a question. I thought I heard somebody say that Corey Stewart is having a rally today in Richmond.
1: Uh, you know it's what? out in Chesterfield. It's at a church, and uh, I should know it. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll pull it up, and uh, I've got another caller to get to, but I'll pull it up and I'll share that on the uh, on the um, on the air here because we, we got five minutes before the end of the show. Thank you, Mary. Bye bye now. Bye bye. All right. So we got James on the line. James, what's on your mind, brother? Really, Craig. I, I appreciate hearing your show. I, from what I've heard you speak, uh,
0: everything seems to me um, matching Revelation pretty much, and and I think you're probably aware that this is Revelation that we're in now. Yes. And and I believe the first horse, the uh, Conqueror. The white horse, the conqueror, that divide and conquer? Well, certainly the world's being divided um, by race, by wealth, by just about everything, uh, gender, everything you can think of.
1: And and let Um, me ask you a question, and then I've got another caller. Of the two parties, and I know there's no 100% and there's nothing perfect, I get that, but of the two parties, which one is the divider? Because, you know, conquerors divide, leaders unite. Which one is, is the divider and conqueror? Which one is the leader and the uniter? Well, to Trump,
0: Trump, Pence, I think trumpets, you know, seven trumpets in Revelation. Now, the, the, I'm not saying one of them is Trump and Pence, but the vice President, the coincidence of Trump and Pence is quite a coincidence. Thank you. Uh, when you think about it, and I believe they are the ones that were put in by God. Like they say, uh, some, you know, somehow that miracle helped us. Amen, and I, think it's, brother. I, I actually think it's a test, uh, brother Craig to see who, who will follow a righteous leader like Jesus when he comes yes. and who are just natural rebels that won't, won't follow anybody at the, at the stroke of anything. You know, they want to rebel just like Satan rebelled in heaven. So yeah. yeah uh, God I, bless I, I you, brother. I gotta, I God, move. God,
1: God bless you. Bye. Thank you now. All right. Big Mike, what's on your mind, brother?
0: Listen, I want to thank you for uh, mentioning John Warner on the show. Yeah, isn't he Uh, wicked? John Warner every time he was up for election, but what a disappointment. Here's a man willing and supporting Democrats, willing to help them turn this country into one huge cesspool of crime, drugs, rotten schools, and illegitimacy. Mm -hmm. It's a disgrace. And the whole problem is there's a whole lot more Republicans like him. And that makes me sick, too. And thank you for giving me the time.
1: Thank you, Big Mike. All right. And now I'm on, I'm on Corey Stewart's website and look, maybe if someone out here uh, has the address, I know it's at a church and I'm trying to find uh okay, here we go. Uh Chesterfield rally with uh, Corey Stewart and Ryan McAdams. Okay. Um, I'm getting a pop-up here. Okay. Uh, still haven't found the name of the church yet, but we have a couple of minutes here. 804-454-1366. And, uh, uh, they're at the uh they're at the rally already. And um I I don't see an address for it. But it's at a church in Chesterfield County. The uh the rally is it's on right now. Uh I don't see an address for it. Okay. So uh but anyway, give uh give Corey your support. Just give all the Republicans your support. And as I've tried to lay out uh on the program today, I don't care where you are in this a nation, the Democrat Party, and and include these low fat, these weak, wicked low fat Republicans. Include them with it, like John Warner. Okay, these nut, these never Trumpers. I mean, Trump. I mean, folks. The proof is in the pudding. The man has had two years. The man made promises. His promises have been kept. Okay. Same thing with Dave Brett. The man made promises. His promises have been kept. Okay. And so it's just too little, too late for a weak Republican like Warner to come out and support this fake, uh, this woman won't even say she's a Democrat, this Spamberger woman. And so, and there's not a single, not a sin. I know Democrats listen to this program. Not a single Democrat had the nerve to call up and say, Brother Craig, you're wrong. And I don't hang up on people. If If they had wanted to do it, they would have been able to do it. But this stuff is indefensible. And my belief is that, These people, they don't really believe these things that the Democrats um, espouse that really uh, it's a kleptocracy. And they want to be able to feed at the government trough, but they can't say that. So what they do is they say, we're in favor of the little guy. We're in favor of the environment. We're in favor of the the beaten down people around the planet. And really what they're in favor of is their own power over you, and over me. And Donald J. Trump has showed up to thwart that. And I say, God bless Donald Trump and God bless you out there. And I'm gonna see you tomorrow morning right here, 9 to noon, and Tuesday on my Comcast TV show, 7:30 to 8:30 p.m. God bless you, America, and we'll see you next time
4: we